Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm yeah, yeah, on the mic yeah. with you right now, coming to you live and direct yeah. with episode number 176 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. want to thank everybody that is tuning in right now on Facebook Live. We see y'all pulling up in the feed and you see what we see in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to everybody that is tuning in right now on Facebook Live. Thank you to everybody that will be tuning in throughout the week on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Wooshka. I hate when y'all niggas leave me hanging with that. <laughs> Wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in this week. Playboy, how are you feeling, man? As you can see, I'm feeling. Can you? Yeah, the total I feel pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Play with a DJ, man. Play with D A D J. Uh huh. I'm feeling great, man. Uh huh. Ready to get it in as usual. Let's uh-huh. get it. That's what's up, Dev. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. I'm trying to reach over this thing and, and, and spell helmet on here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, 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 if it don't come out right, it don't come out right. Yeah, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I hear you. I'm feeling awesome. I hear you. I'm feeling good, man. Okay. How you yeah. feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's a Sunday, man. Um, um, Playboy has a big oversized ass helmet on his head. I feel really good, man. I feel like today is going to be a very good show. So I'm in a good mood. Uh, we have a special guest with us here today yes, we from do. Um, from Lunchtime Chronicles, yeah. from LTC Uncut. We have Miss Letitia with us today. What is going on? How are hey, you today? Hey, everybody. What's up, DMST family? What's up? What's up? Yeah. How you feeling? I'm yeah. good. I'm good. That's good. That's good. Well, we got some shits to get into today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pass these saving zones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it after the fact because I'm going to have to get his in. Okay. So we'll go ahead and go around the table real quick. Playboy, uh, uh, how was your week? My week was good, man. Uh, same old, same old. Nothing, you know, regular life, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my birthday is coming up on Wednesday. On Wednesday. So if anybody that want to cash at me, I see it's a, it's a popular thing. So I'm about to put my cash brother. up out there. No, but <laughs> I got to stick my head out the thing. Right. <laughs> but no, everything was cool this week. Uh, the usual kids, work, school, shit like that. So mm-hmm. beautiful thing. Okay. That's it, man. All right. <laughs> Letitia, how was your week? <laughs> my week was about. absolutely amazing, I would say, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because I only remember this weekend. Like, I don't remember what happened throughout the week, <laughs> honestly. Uh-huh. Like, it just moves so fast. So, it's kind of like the same thing. Work, kids, business. Non-stop. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have you hold I, on. I'm wait. I'm wait. I'm not going to get into it right now. <laughs> Dev, how I'm going to do this civilized. No, I had a good week, man. I um, finally decided to cut the cord on cable this week. I know I'm probably behind the curve. Yes. Uh-huh. But um, I thought you had been did No, that. we still had cable, man. Well, I get off of it. But we got just internet, and then we got YouTube TV. 
and it's it's just getting you. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the same. It's the same shit. Yeah, yeah. And then I, we got shout out to the, the the secret sauce. We ain't gonna tell nobody what the secret sauce. And you still is. got that one too. We don't want to put them up on. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, well, they're they not accepting down. any new people oh, anyway, so okay. it, people can't get on <laughs> it anyway. <laughs> that twenty five yeah. a month though for all the channels. Yeah, for everything. Uh-huh. I'm here for it though. See y'all next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> That's right for the fight. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. no, man. I'm, yeah, good, cool little week, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Got some music stuff in, man. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling feeling pretty good. Had a That's good week, up. you know. That's what's up. How was your week, Browns, Brownstorm? Browns got two wins in one week. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We about to get into that one in a little bit. My week was pretty good. Everybody in the feed, um, share the feed today. We ain't going to be too crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun today. So you ain't got to right. worry about your jobs today, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> so share the feed Help us out this week Let y'all friends know What y'all get into On this Sunday evening and, uh, and, and, ha- and chat with us uh, And let us know In the feed How y'all week was And everything Hopefully everybody's doing good And having a good Sunday night meal But um, like I said My week was pretty cool For the most part Work was a headache um, I'm, I'm, I'm on heavy heavy On the job hunt right now But uh, you know Got through it Got to the weekend And it was all good So we interviewing Or you just You looking I'm taking your strategy now, where it's just because you say you always apply, you apply, just apply, apply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm taking your strategy now, and I'm just starting to look at a bunch of stuff. Have you like gone above and beyond what you think you could pop, you might get? I'm starting to do that yeah, too. That's what I did. I was, why not? I said fuck it. Why they not? called me back and they needed me. I was like, oh yeah. Why okay. not? Then I'm on the verge of, of starting this uh, this this master's program. I'm about to go ahead and take this plunge and do it. Uh, yeah, I'm about to go and take this plunge to do it. So I'm about to be on this two year journey. That's what's up, man. What's up, Educated bro? black man, come on, master. So, <laughs> I, so sometimes somebody come in here cranky on a Sunday it might be because the books was on my ass. So don't, that's what's up, man. Don't be mad at me, y'all. No, that's but, why we uh, fair because we hold each other down. But, so uh, other than that, good. man, yeah. So it was a pretty good week. Uh, along your lines with the cable thing, I um I signed up for the Disney Plus because it's it's through my Verizon. It's free See, for a year. I did too. What, that's uh-huh. what I want. You know what? I don't think it's one of the first. I'm usually a, not trendy, but like you know, shit comes out like that. I don't really watch. I've never. I don't watch nothing that they offer. You say that, and I said the same thing until I started going through their catalog, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's a lot of shit on here." I would watch. You know what I really, honestly, as far as Disney Plus, what that really bothers me the most about it? What's that? It was such a a, a big turnout as far as people. Downloading it and whatever it crashed. On I, the wish, first I, I wish I would have invested in Disney. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like honestly, that's what I, we had a conversation earlier this week about that shit. We'll talk about that, you know, another mm-hmm. time. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot of stuff on yeah. there though. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like what? Like what's what's on there? I mean, it's I'm I'm not the biggest cartoon person, whatever. But you got a lot of the old school cartoons on her. You got a lot of their old movies on there. Even some of their newest, like I didn't know, like the sister acts and stuff like that, fall under the Disney branch. Oh, really? Yeah, stuff like that is on there. I mean, oh. it's old school movies that I like. So a couple of old school movies, like the Parent Trap movies and stuff oh, like I that. Love the that I, I mean, I love that. Especially, I like the original. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's just it's it's more stuff on there than yeah. you really kind of realize when it comes yeah. to Disney. Like I think we just think about their kids movies and stuff like that and it's just it's no I don't, it. I, it's nothing you got it, the marvel stuff that's gonna yeah, be on there i'm a star wars me. person so the star wars stuff I, is on there i've never seen a marvel movie i've never seen a star wars i didn't watch cartoons i used to watch college that, game day is that really why you're angry here? probably man <laughs> I, I watched darkwing duck that was the only cartoon i ever watched but i didn't there. i don't have a desire to watch darkwing duck. no tailspin yeah. 
I used to watch Jerry Springer after school. Yeah, me I too. I mean, I did too, <laughs> but I was still, like, I mean, as a kid, I still did watch the Dennis the Menace when I came no, home man. and I watched all that shit like that or whatever. I, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. I never got into it, man. Listen, I still watched Recess up until I was like 20 something, 22. Mm. Now, now, if they got the Sandlot on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Sandlot is on there. It's on yeah. there. The, hmm. Even I, I watched it. I own that on DVD. I watched mm. that like. Oh, I ain't ashamed to say I watched I, the Sandlot. I watched that like three weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, I, I put the DVD in not that long ago. I ain't ashamed to say I watched the Sandlot. Yeah, I can, uh, get that that, um, I can get that on myself. It was Sandlot and Mr. Heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I, delicious. Not at all. Not at all. So now that we know every, how everybody's weeks was, I um, uh, <laughs> 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 you know what? Uh, and last, real quick, real quick too. Letitia, can you go ahead and plug your event? We'll do it at the yes. end, too. Hey, plug hey, hey, yes. Okay, everybody. So coming up on November 30th mm-hmm. at 7 p.m., the L- LTC Uncut is having or hosting its very first Dating in the Dark Blindfold Speed Dating event at Captive That's 8. Dope. Yeah, so for all of you single ladies and single men who think you have game with just how you physically look with people being able to see you you won't be able to see these people mm. we have are supplying blindfolds for you to just use your mouthpiece we want to mm. see what that mouth do yeah. <laughs> i think i think <laughs> absolutely that's, i think that's a really dope idea i was telling you when we were downtown for the picture yeah um that i always had an idea about doing us like the, the speed dating thing but the reason why i never really wanted to pursue it because i was always like yo we got to find an angle or a twist to yeah. do it. i didn't want to do it where it's just all right, we come in and we talk. You know the same right. thing. And I think by y'all doing a blindfold thing, I think that's dope. I think it's it's creative. And uh, hopefully people come. I, I hate the fact that it's in the airtime y'all do an event now. I got a DJ because yeah. I'm going to be working that night. But uh, It's okay. We got more to come. It's just it's more ideas that are up here that we have that we kind of want to put out there yeah. and mm-hmm. come from behind the actual cameras and include everybody into those visions. So I'm super excited. Myself and Ali are super, super excited about doing this event. And we kind of want to see, you know, if some matches are being made, mm-hmm. some babies are being made. It could be a lot of baby mamas off, off that. It could mouthpieces, be. Mouthpieces? That's how y'all get pregnant any goddamn way. <laughs> but you can't. You, you are, you're not relying on your looks. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. Can you at keep all. her blindfolded is the question. Does she got to take her blindfold off? Well, I, at the end, Ali has all the details for that. So he's actually spearheading this. I'm kind of in okay, the background sure, sure facilitating whatever it is that he needs um, to do with help with doing with that. But I'm curious to see how it works. You, I mean, you are going to have to sit down and not see the person that's in front of you. Yeah. And then if you actually enjoy and love the conversation that you had and they're not your type of person, then that'll speak volumes to who your character and, you know, the type of person that you are. Because mm-hmm. if they don't look like what you want, but they captivate you through their mouth uh, without you seeing look them. Look at that drop. Yep. Where, where's it going to be at? Captivate. Hey! <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> So make sure y'all come out. It's going to be from 7 to 9, and then after that, we're going to turn up afterwards. That's what's up. Yeah. Captivate next week on the 30th. That's what's up. Go ahead. Everybody be there. All right. We're going to transition a little bit because- uh, Dog check. <laughs> 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 sorry. Sorry. Especially for the people uh, that listen who are not in the city of Cleveland, uh, but you, I'm pretty sure most people have heard this story because it was it just all over the news. Now. Yeah. It was all over the news. So obviously, the Browns played Pittsburgh on Thursday night. Um, the Browns <laughs> did get that dub. On Thursday night, mm-hmm. but everything everybody was talking about was what transpired during the game. Mm-hmm. I'll give a quick synopsis of it. Um, it was basically eight <laughs> seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. Our our guy Miles Garrett was 
still in the game for no reason. That's besides the point, though. Well, actually, no. But um, so he goes. They're running a play. He goes to make a sack. Um, still takes their quarterback to the ground, Mason Rudolph. Uh, Mason Rudolph, who I'm going to say that part. He basically <laughs> got upset mm-hmm. and started going at Miles Garrett. Um, kicked him. Basically was trying to rip his helmet off. So Miles returned the favor and ripped his helmet off. A uh, couple linemen got in between them. Uh, as Miles, uh, as 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 Miles Rudolph kind of got up off the ground and started coming after Miles Garrett, and then Miles Garrett proceeded to take that uh, that helmet and Tomahawk shot the fuck out of uh, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Try to put it back on his head. Right, he, <laughs> he, he lost his helmet. <laughs> so there's a lot of conversation going on around this whole thing. Uh, I think a lot of it overblown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dev has been turned up since he came through the door today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already told him that I think that we're probably going to agree and disagree on some mm-hmm. of these things, but we got a couple thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to open this up to a little bit of conversation real quick. Okay. I, I, could, Go ahead. I could just say mine simply. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to use this example. My whole thing is this. If you look at the video, Rudolph is the one that initiated the situation. True that. He tried to pull his helmet off. He wound up kicking him in the nuts when he was getting up. Did that. So Miles started pulling his helmet. Now, I believe that he was aggressor from the jump. He was. Okay. So as he's being pulled off, he pulls his helmet off, and there are two linemen from Pittsburgh Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. that are pushing him back. So he's actually evading the situation. Rudolph is still coming towards him, trying to swing at him or whatever the case. So he politely... Tried to get him his helmet back. <laughs> <laughs> Politely. Now, my thing is this. I was. This is where my concern comes in for the whole situation. Okay, I get that it was wrong. It was. You shouldn't have done that. That was absolutely 100% wrong for, you know, okay. hitting him with the helmet. My thing is, when the suspensions came out, we can go back to elementary, grade school, you know, middle school, whatever. I was always taught. Both. It don't matter if you hit, he hit you first or whatever. Y'all both getting suspended. Yep. That's what I was always taught. Mm-hmm. Whoever is involved in I the altercation no- notepad. Hold on. Mm-hmm. gets suspended. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> the three brothers suspended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah, have to. The three brothers is suspended. Why he ain't get suspended? <laughs> when he lit the match. Who's in charge it- of the NBA, NFL? I'm sorry. Who sits? Masses. And I want to reiterate real quick mm-hmm. that I absolutely disagree with Miles hitting him with the helmet. I don't. It's <laughs> absolutely wrong. I have to say that for the show. When we get off the show, then I say the same <laughs> what I feel. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did it. No, but <laughs> and I hope they burn yes, it down. I hope they burn it down. <laughs> but I mean, come on, man. You not he he you. What more evidence do you do you look at? Mm-hmm. And I may be petty, but you know what it reminded me of? And it's, this is taking it way too serious and way too deep. Mm-hmm. But it just reminded me of a situations where, I don't know, black people get killed and it's on video and not convicted. Different. I'm taking it a little too serious, okay. but I didn't like it. But go ahead, Dev. I, I'm not going to. I know Dev got that. Well, I, see, I don't watch football, and I just so happen to be scrolling through Facebook, and I saw a lot of the comments. And me, I like to read before I comment mm-hmm. on anything. 
And then I wanted to see the video. And so the video that they were showing at first was just him snatching the the helmet helmet. and hitting. Yeah. There's something that happened before then that Mm -hmm. caused him to do that. So I'm so glad that we have people who DVR, Mm -hmm. um, who sit there and record everything because they want to replay it because it was an exciting game. Come on, the Browns are Mm -hmm. actually killing the Steelers, Steelers, right? Literally and figuratively. So you have this, and so here's the video here. So then you pull in closer, and you see they're down on the ground, and he's getting Mm -hmm. them in the chokehold, trying to snatch his helmet off, and then you suspend this man. The man, the aggressor, now he's considered the aggressor, the one who was defending himself. The actual aggressor is, well, what happened? (laughs) You caused it. Mm-hmm. So they tell you, listen, it don't jump if you're not gonna do it, if you don't have any backup and no mm-hmm. follow through. And I absolutely think that it's wrong that he's suspended indefinitely for defending himself. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. The old adage from the wife. Hold on, before you say this, it's two things I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. I can see both of these niggas' brains right yeah, now. I can't yeah, wait yeah. Hey, we, hey, brains from over here like this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm yep. taking all you niggas' notes here, hey, and hey. I'm a, I'm a unleash. Hold he on. like he hey. like Skip Bayless right now. You know, how Skip be sitting back. Hey, mm-hmm. hey. Uh-huh. The, nigga, the nigga over here like this. Mm-hmm. Is that it? You finished? <laughs> <laughs> you finished that nigga? Okay. Yeah. Next. Nah, it, it ain't that much. Fun. The old adage from the wire. Omar said it best. If you come for the king, you best not miss. Mm-hmm. He said it. Mm-hmm. The issue I have, let me break it down into simple terms. This is how I personally view it. I'm not saying this is right or wrong. This is how I personally view what happened. We're in the studio. Y'all can't see behind us really well. But just know we have a door in here that opens to the wall. And behind it, you hang your it's coat. It's a place you can hang your coat. So let's say I come into the studio by myself. Yeah. I go hang my coat up. I close the door, hang my coat up. Brainstorm comes in behind me. Maybe he opens the door a little more aggressively than he than he normally does because he might be a little frustrated because he started he started getting his master's. Oh, educational he, ass. The educational right. anger. So he opened the door. He hit me with the door. I turn around and I'm like, what the fuck? And I like smack him. Yeah. Then brainstorm uppercut me and knock me the fuck out. Right. I can't say it's brainstorm fault. He opened the door. the door. Like the problem I'm having is people are saying Miles Garrett took it too far because he was sacking a quarterback. Niggas sack quarterbacks after the whistle too hard. They lay their body weight on them 500 times a Sunday, and I'm not exaggerating. Right. Literally, he was playing football. So, Miles Garrett opened the door. He just was playing football. Yeah, good point. That's all he was doing. You're right. That caught, so he got so frustrated. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. He got so frustrated by just playing football, he decided to try to rip Miles Garrett's helmet off. Now, at that point, that's like Mo opening the door, and I turn around and smack him. Right. Mo is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I just opened the door. Right. One, I didn't know you was behind the door. And yeah, I might have opened it too aggressive, but I just opened the fucking door. Why are you smacking me? So Mo uppercutted me. The fuck, I shouldn't have... They're trying to say he was the aggressive because he was sacking the quarterback too hard. What the fuck is we playing patty cake? And if you really look, football. If you, if you really look at it, he really didn't sack him hard. He didn't yeah. sack he him hard. Like, it, I didn't know people were saying he was the, he was being no, the aggressive. People were saying he was the aggressive. We talking talk about the outside noise, right? Yeah, all okay. of the national people the that wanted noise. to go kick the doors down of their studio and sit down on their couches and scream at them for fifteen minutes. 
the problem I have is if you try to rip my helmet off and you did not succeed, it's fucked up on you. But I I know people don't people get nervous about the, the race card and shit like that. Mm. I think that's the, I think that's the point too that that we gotta people gotta, get gotta people touch a little bit and people get whatever but the, it's a fact all these all this shit all these wars all these issues I, I started watching Godfather of Harlem oh, I heard it's good one of the it's first dope. episodes you know one of the dudes is mad because his daughter fucking a, dude, uh, yep. a black dude it's it's always at the core don't ever let it fool you. That the fact that these niggas could beat their motherfucking ass is not at the core of a lot of the angst from our white brothers. And that man who's 6'5", 240, Mason Rudolph ain't a little man. Right, exactly. He taller than Miles Gary. He ain't he don't weigh a seven. But they trying to play it off as if he's Baker and he's six foot one, two hundred and ten pounds, and he got 70 pounds on him. No. He's an inch taller than Miles Garrett and 30 pounds lighter. And he couldn't get his helmet past his nose. He tried. He hooked it, he curled, he tried hard as fuck. So Miles said, oh, we ripping off helmets? Bit, bit, bitch. (laughs) 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 He should have just left it alone. Yeah. The problem is Mason Rudolph got hold out. We know what hold out is. He got hold out and nigga yanked your helmet off after you tried to. All this is a result of him trying to be a bully and he got bullied. He wasn't a bully. That's, That's true. That's Shout true. out to Shelter Grand Wine who put it up on Instagram. The Browns about to come together over this shit more than y'all ever know. He said, Joe, you can't bully the bully. I'm the bully. I do the bullying. Go look up Shelter Grand Wine's I'm gonna, Instagram. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it. I know you had a point Oh, too. no. Again, I don't watch football, and I don't mm-hmm. know too much about it, but isn't the objective to stop the ball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he was doing his job, he right? Did his job. He did his job. Even if he did it too aggressively, it was still just a man doing his job. Yeah, he did. He was literally just opening the door to the studio. Okay. He didn't know you was behind the door hanging your coat up, Dev. He didn't hey. know. Hey, hold on, right. Dev. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. You see the, Look at this nigga brain still over there. <laughs> oh, man. It ain't even about he that. Like, I see him like, this. He was like, uh, no, I think people think I'm gonna attack what y'all saying. Y'all are absolutely right, yeah, in a lot of what y'all say. Up until no, my thing is this is that I think people are trying to apply real life logic to a sports world when we know real life oh. logic does not apply when you get between those lines, they I got a you. whole different set I, of rules. I get you, 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 you. you I think, but I think they're because, confusing the two. Because in my, he did react the way most niggas are gonna react. In a sense, he reacted the way Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. I think he right. reacted the way humans react. And I and I also said that that I thought Mason Rudolph should have got suspended. Also, what actually irritated me the most about the whole situation, I ain't gonna say the most. The most thing that irritated me the most is the Browns in general. And I get to that in a second. Um, but. The, the the interview afterwards with Mason Rudolph is like looking like he's the fucking victim. And then was it Bush League? Of course it was Bush League. Like, nigga, you was trying to rip his helmet off. That's Bush League too. And that's why I love the people in the media this week who were like, you know what? He started it. He did something wrong. He should be fine. He should be suspended. I am glad for those people. To see this little white boy sitting up there acting like some big black man just hurt him and took his lunch money. I was watching Love Jones the other week. I know you don't want to be out here stomping down the street like somebody took your fucking lunch money or whatever he said. That's how Mason Rudolph looked in the, in the, in the, in the press conference afterwards. When you started this shit, you are mad because, like you said, you got holed out. You tried to do something and it didn't work, and, and he went to the opposite of string. So that irritated me more than anything else. But on the opposite side of things, 
My only problem with people was that people are acting like Miles did nothing wrong. The no, people, the see, people I'm, not not you. Not I don't your, think I, I haven't seen. I have. People, I keep seeing people say I that. Have, I, have, I have a couple of DJ friends that I've seen actually post something that said. You did nothing wrong. And I'm like, no. what is wrong with you? Something this man hit you. a man with a helmet. Yeah. There ain't a sports venue that you can hit another nigga with a helmet. You can't even do it in UFC. Yeah, you can't. You can't hit a nigga with a helmet. So you did something wrong. No matter yeah. how y'all spin it, no matter who started it, no matter who did what, he did something wrong. My problem with people, most people, is the fact that, like I told my brother on Thursday night, as we was texting about it on Thursday, I'm like, you know what? This used to be the other way around. Pittsburgh used to be doing this shit to us, mm-hmm. knocking us out in the field, and all, all this other stuff, whatever. This used to be the other way around. But my thing is this. Like, everybody was mad at Baker. Baker shouldn't have said this in the interview. He, he shouldn't have did that. He had, he had to. to say that. He's the quarterback of your team. Everybody wants this team to win, right? Mm-hmm. But y'all don't act like it. Mm-hmm. Everybody, well, he shouldn't have said that. But Tom Brady wouldn't have said it. Yes, the fuck Tom Brady would have. But guess what? Tom Brady's never going to have to. You know why? Because that's never going to happen with New England. It, this, this is my, this, it could. On, he would have got cut from New England, though. This, that's why. I, he could. This is my question. This shit happens to the Browns. This shit happens to the Browns. It doesn't happen to New England. It no, don't ha- I think it happens to the Browns because it happened to the Browns. This ain't it never happened before in the history of the Browns. But I'm just saying, stuff like this. Stuff. Dwayne Rudd throwing helmets. It's stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, just no, I think it's this year's team is the fact that this is just a undisciplined team that's just been doing stupid shit all year long and this is just the culmination of stupid okay. shit to okay. me okay okay I feel what you're saying this to is where me. this is where I, I get I, off that boat because I only got one more part okay. one more, and my only part is that at what point do people who sit here and act like they so desperate for a winner stop applauding stupid shit because stupid shit ain't gonna get you to where you wanna go that's not I think I think people are so accustomed to you having to talk about the negative shit with this team and the city and stuff like that, that you feel like you got to applaud stupid shit when it happens. Like, you too scared to say that, yo, this shit was stupid as fuck. Like, this is going to hinder me from getting to my goal. I don't, but this is the thing. This and, the, I think, and I think too many people are always too, too quick to, to, to applaud the bullshit, especially us. Especially, especially us. But go ahead. Okay. One of y'all. I see, I see, I see. Go ahead, man. I think we're combining two things and we're confusing two things. Um, This to me is an isolated incident because of the lead up. Like, I don't think in general, I'm talking about more often than not, I don't think in general people are, I don't think in general people who have the the, the same argument that that Mason Rudolph should have got his ass whooped is we're not also saying Miles Garrett shouldn't be suspended indefinitely. Two things can be true. Some. Sometimes if you sell dope, you put money to the side, anticipate and go into jail. Right. True that. So in this particular situation, if if I catch my girl laid up with a nigga in here on the couch or some shit. That never happens up here. Though. No, that's what I'm saying. I walk in, my girl laid up with a nigga on the couch. Never lost. But then I go... <laughs> And have sex. I go have sex with somebody. I go fuck somebody and record it. Oh, you a freak freak. Now listen, <laughs> I don't blame him for reacting, but he should get kicked out the house for what the fuck he did. Because he, mm. he walked in and caught his girl on some ill shit. 
Now, after that, she got to be like, listen, this relationship probably going to take a turn. It could go good or it could go bad. Now, he went and had sex with another girl, recorded it. The relationship is, is over. He deserved to get all his Jordans cut up. He deserved to get kicked out the house. Nah, he, des- he deserved he, to get kicked out the house. He deserves He deserves whatever she does. <laughs> he deserves, like, Miles Garrett deserves to be suspended. Not indefinitely, though. I, I, I don't think what that I, he should that's be. Just you the, having sex with a woman on video and you in a relationship, whatever your girl do to you, like, the moment you hit a nigga in the head with his own helmet, should he? Yes. But you're going to have to serve the consequences for doing that. I think it should be a couple games and some anger management, uh, I, but I, I, not, I knew he was going for not the entire. But this, this one, this one, I, this, I don't even think he needs anger management because I don't think Miles Garrett is an angry dude. He just got stolen. He just by... walked in the room and his girl was laid up with some dude, so he did some shit. This is the same guy just... that's confusing too, because this same guy that just got stolen by a fan three weeks shit. ago and didn't do shit. Literally he, got stolen. He went through his girl fan. phone and saw the text a couple weeks ago. He ain't say nothing. He, you know, it's it's not like he an angry dude. He see a text in your phone and he just start going off. Mm. He just saw it live and in person, so he said, "Fuck it." You know what this is? This is the end. This is the ending season. I mean, this is the ending scene to season one of Insecure. Should Lawrence have <laughs> fucked the girl like that yes. on the bank? Yes, he should have. But yes, he, I'm sorry. Yes, should she have kicked him out the house? <sighs> no. No. Nah. Yes, she should have. Oh no, no, no. She kicked him out. I know. Before he I, went to go I, bang I, her. I, know, I understand. But what I'm saying is like. Everything that happened with them after that was warranted because that yeah. shit. Okay, I get it. I that get was it. fucked up, Lawrence. Was I Team Lawrence? I'm yeah. definitely Team Lawrence. Yeah, I'm like I'm Team Miles. I look at it like this. Okay, <clears throat> you, you you posted. Fuck Mason. You presented Fuck. you presented the narrative that in between those lines, as far as reality, when the reality is just because you're in between the lines. Your emotions as a human being don't leave you. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And I feel like what happened was every action has a reaction. Mm-hmm. That nigga was got some shit done to him and he reacted. True uh, that. Excuse me. Now, as far as in the lines, should should he have possibly thought about it? Yeah. In a perfect world, yes. But when you're in the heat of the moment, exactly. that shit don't happen. Right. Right. If I come up on you right now and start swinging on you, what you going to do? Run. <laughs> <laughs> run. Easy answer. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if I run up on, if somebody run up on you and do something, you're going to react. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be a thought like that deeply. Like, hold on, pause real quick, my nigga. Should I hit him in the helmet? I'm gonna hit him in the head with this helmet, or should I not hit yeah, him? Yeah, he in reacted the head? in the moment. No, the right? nigga reacted. He did. And his reaction applaud, was. Can we applaud the fact that a Browns player had a Steelers player's helmet in his hand? Yes. And hit him with his own helmet. <laughs> oh my God. Come See, on. And come, on your, uh, come on. This was Muhammad Massaqua. This was Joe McCoy. This is my thing. I this guess. This was Spencer landing getting kicked in the face by Antonio Brown. Come on now. Frank, this was uh, Josh Cribs. Yeah, this this again. This this was this used to be us the opposite way. Fuck the I guess I guess I guess in this I guess in this situation I'm Martin and you're Malcolm. Maybe you know? yeah, <laughs> by any means, motherfucking necessary. I am by the window with the AK. You feel me? By any means necessary. If we got to injure Juju again, let's. Do it. I, I don't just, have no sympathy for none it's of just, them. It's my, my whole yeah. thing is just when people are, okay, my, my biggest issue, forget all the other stuff. My biggest issue is when people are applauding. If When you're calling yourself, 
I'm not saying that you're not a fan. But if some people acting like it's so so great or what, I'm looking like, yo, this is going to hinder you from it's what not, you're trying to do this year. If we if we are who we think we are, losing one player is not going to do it. Carson Wentz was going to be the MVP of the NFL. And he got he tore his knee up, and a backup quarterback won the Super Bowl. If we don't have enough depth on the defensive line to account for a sack of game and setting the edge in the run game, we wasn't who the fuck we thought we was in the first place. This kid got Mac Wilson said it perfectly. He because a lot of these niggas is getting a crash course into what we live. Mac Wilson put up a shit on Twitter the other day, and he just put oh dot dot dot. Is everybody against us? We the villains. Okay, bet. Like, they don't get it yet. Like, they used to coming from, like, normal teams. or I don't think they really get how much the country don't really fuck with the Browns. Because everybody talked to, about yeah. them. All. It was like even uh, – shout out to uh, uh, Brothers of the Night. Uh, uh, he was talking he, shit. He, no, he, well, he did text me on Thursday when it happened. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, he hit me a few weeks back when he was, we were talking about the Browns. I think they had just – obviously, they had just lost another game. He was just like – he's like, man, they had lost the episode, uh, you know, Shit happens, you know. You, you record shit and you lose it. But uh, he's like, man, y'all should have heard the first one we recorded. It's like we was even saying, like, it's no team in the league we wanted to beat more than the Browns <laughs> this year. So, yeah. you know, but whatever. All right, we, we go, let's transition a little yeah. bit. But there is a, ra- but it, real quick, there is a racial as- aspect to it. Cause all three of y'all spoke about it. Um, um, I'm just, I mean, I, it's always there. I, I, I can't act like it's not there. You, you're absolutely right with that, Dev. It just seems like I'm just looking at it as. This nigga hit a nigga with the helmet. Like your ass was going home. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but but I get I get it. Yeah. It does look bad. The little white quarter. I mean, what if it was Cam that had came at him? Would they have been like, all right, we're gonna sit you for the rest of the season? Yeah, because last because last and year not they, Mason Rudolph. We had Baker Mayfield. They said he was running so he can get hit in the head. I mean, it it I don't I don't really know if for me, more than anything, man, the racial aspect for me, and I don't want to get up to the Colin Kaepernick shit, but they don't really like when when black men don't they act outside of what they the think we should the lines when when you're Colin Kaepernick just took control of his workout yesterday and people are mad and people mad it's funny that you, uh, Toya yeah, just brought that up in the feed did you see that Tisha did you know about the Colin Kaepernick yeah workout yeah stuff? yeah I saw well I heard about it mm-hmm. um, but I'm not too familiar with it my concern if I can just throw that in mm-hmm. real quick yeah, yeah. is the fact that um, here it is you have a I'm just going to throw my Angela Davis hat on real quick. Mm. But um, you have a black man who I don't know if he has a family, but if he's suspended indefinitely and he didn't manage his money properly, then what's his fall? You know, what does he have to fall back on? So he lost his job. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas you have Mason Rudolph, who's still working, still Mm -hmm. employed, still making this money, still clocking. And I think, though, for us spectators, we have the right to be upset about it because we see this all so often. And it's not just in poor people. It's happening to people who have the opportunity to be wealthy and to make money. And we still cannot break free from that because mm-hmm. it's still somebody who's writing that check and saying, you're absolutely wrong. You shouldn't have defended yourself, boy. You should have just let him rip the helmet off. We would have put a slap on his wrist, made him apologize to you. He's still working. You still working. And look at it. So that's just kind of where how I okay. see it I outside of the whole sports thing overall, because it's still a man who was still trying to make a living mm-hmm. and provide for himself and also his family. And now that's gone. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get it. I mean, I, again, I'm not debating the the racial aspect of it. It did look. Miles does look like he's bigger than him, especially even when you see all the steel pictures of him. Miles <laughs> looks like he a giant 
uh, you know, compared to, that's to the white been boy. That's because he been like, come on, fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad he hit him in the fucking head with that helmet. Listen, if I all had I, to sacrifice a little miles. That, all I know is that the game a week from that Sunday is going to be pretty um, pretty Beautiful. intense. Because I remember, I was thinking of it for a second, like, I wonder if I should, I've never been to a game in Pittsburgh. I, you know, I'm like, Drive to Pittsburgh. Go. And then all that shit happened. It's like, that stadium going to be on fire that day. Fuck, th- let's go. I'm going to wear a Miles Garrett jersey. Fuck them. <laughs> Coming from the six yeah. five three hundred pound yeah. nigga, let's go. I got you I give you seventy five pounds, you sir. We're gonna have to ask you to leave. We can't have you in here. <laughs> you be like, no. I'm a, I'm a buy Steelers helmet, and and and, and, and I would be Miles Garrett next year for Halloween. I'm telling you that right now. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm gonna be a Miles Garrett uh, next year for Halloween. I'm letting you know that right now. It's not even a question. Mm-hmm. Browns jersey, Steelers helmet. It's not even a question. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> All right, we're going to transition a little bit. Um, at, while Playboy's pulling his phone out, he got something that he's going to get into with us real quick. But I got a question as, as Playboy's looking up the, the mm-hmm. questionnaire. It's because um, another thing I did, something else I watched this week was the Apollo special that was on like Showtime or whatever it was mm-hmm. on HBO. Um, you know, about the history of the Apollo um, theater and everything like that. And I was wondering, do we have any other black jewels in the community like that anymore? Something that, that people fight to keep there? that we can't lose or something like that. Like one of the last things that we going to see where it's just like, like we can't lose this. Probably all the history and stuff like that. Like, is there anything yeah. new coming up that we always, we all going to sit there and be like, you know what? Yo, like this, this is going to be around for a long time. Only thing I can think about is Motown. Mm. I but, think, I think, I think a lot of this stuff that we live in right now, we are living in a golden age of black folks. The only problem is I don't know if, the passion for our culture is still going to be around a hundred years from now, or if <laughs> she said Kim's wings, Kim's wings, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah, we yeah. lost Peter Pan. That's what I'm <laughs> exactly. Saying. So hey, we got to fight for them shits. I don't want to say integration, but uh, you know, whether it be interracial relationships, the way the the way the, the the society is progressing, you know what I mean. I don't know if it's going to be held in such high regard, but um, like. Shoot, you talking about Dungeon Family Studios? And, mm, that's a good one, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the actual house they used in the 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 Wu Tang story. You know was what? The I'm... actual house that Wu that RZA lived in, where they first started getting together. Like, I think we're living in a time where different landmarks from Jay Z. What are people gonna think about Marcy Projects? Mm-hmm. Well, Marcy Projects is, is that whole area, not the projects themselves, I guess, but the area is getting gentrified. Is very gentrified. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now. So yeah, I think we I think we're like we still uh, LeBron don't really have a home. He a, he a Rolling Stone, but yeah. like where LeBron <laughs> grew up at, little shit like that. You Something know what like I'm saying? Saint Saint Vincent Saint Mary in itself. Yeah, same, like I think some of that stuff is going to eventually become. I that. think I think what might be the big one, the new Tyler Perry studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might turn into the spot that it's like, okay, so many great things came out of this. Yeah. Like, cause even I watched the Motown special that came out a couple weeks back mm-hmm. on um on HBO, one of them, and the stories about all those people that was there and stuff like the that. Only, that. The only problem, my bad, I'm sorry. I'm no, so go, sorry. Go. The only issue with you right with Tyler Perry, that might be it. <laughs> she going in. She said the East 99 is so clear. Shout out to Debbie Bone. He Rapid thought, dog's it, he thought the niggas was still on, there. <laughs> Another Debbie. bad creation. What'd you say? Uh, remember the, uh, what is it, Rapid Dog? What is it? Rapid, Rapid, dog's Rapid yeah. Creations. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Jabby Bone thought Bone was still by the uh, sign. Shit. Yeah. But, um, but, so, uh, yeah. but no, the only difference with Tyler Perry Studios is they would have to 
launch careers. The difference with, with Apollo and Motown is they like launch Everybody. you into being right. Dr. Dre. You know, like they launch no, like no, no. But people came and then yeah, they, they and then they become to up there icons. Yeah. So he he. <clears throat> It's dope, but he got like Dolls Rapid Creations. That's Dolls Rapid Creations. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, he got you know he already coming to America too, shooting on his, uh-huh. which is cool. So but he said, create them, some new yeah, things, them. like bring some new talent in. And we already know how he do with yeah. create new shit. <laughs> <laughs> My, well, I actually have a cousin who's in a lot of his movies, um, mm-hmm. for Tyler Perry. So I'm like, uh, hey, let mm-hmm. me come down there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But um. I kind of agree. I agree. I agree with you saying because there's so many talented people out here doing things, and it's kind of like it's a numbers game now. Yeah. They want to see where your numbers are before they give you an opportunity and a shot to That's do true. something. So shout out to all the people who are being creative and doing their yeah. own thing. You know. Do they make your cousin wear them braid wigs they be having in the movie? My cousin is the guy, the older yeah. they gentleman. Make him wear the braid wigs, you know what I'm talking about? Moore, braid wig. No. <laughs> I'm like, why no. you got so much hair right. in the middle of his braids? No. Do y'all know cousin, how braids work? I know you don't believe the, in fairy uh, tales, but if you did, I want to be your knight in shining armor. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I have this to put dope, his picture nigga. on here, but I don't know if you guys know. Um, uh, He's in pretty much all of the movies. Mm-hmm. He's like the older guy with the glasses. Like one movie they had, he was the uh, driver uh, for the prison. Whoever, somebody got out of prison and they shot him in the head. Um, mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. I have to show you. I, I'll show you. I'll okay. bring a okay. picture up so all y'all right. can see who he is. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm going to toss this one to Playboy. Playboy got a, a question for us. And I'm so glad we we, we have the, the, <coughs> the female aspect on the show and in our feed, yeah. obviously. But... Playboy, because it was it. it was absolutely a situation where <clears throat> when I knew he was coming on the show, I, I wanted to, of course, throw some relationship things in there. <laughs> I got a few things to talk about <laughs> or questions. So I'm going to start off with this one. Let's see. I got like 20 of them. Playboy right. discovered notes okay. in his phone. Yeah, yeah, This is just in general. How hard is it to continue on in a relationship when your partner has disappointed you via cheating, whatever the case may be, et cetera, et cetera. Like, when your partner truly hurts you Mm. and you're trying to really continue on in a relationship because you really love that person. True story, if I could share. My mother always tells me, don't be telling all your business. Mm. But in order to heal... Testimony. Right, you got to get it out. So, um, not too long ago, uh, let's see, in August... My daughter came to me and she was like, she was crying. I picked her up from school and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Her attitude was very somber. And I could, I thought that maybe she had lost her virginity because at the time she was 14. Oh. I'm serious. You know, kids use their virginity younger and younger. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who am I going to have to hurt? <laughs> I'm sorry. Dev, Dev, I'm sorry. But Dev just almost fainted over here. She's a, she's a really good girl, but I was just nervous because, you know, you got to prepare yourself for that. So I pulled over <laughs> on the side of the road and... Um, I said, I'm not driving until you tell me what's wrong. She goes to a predominantly white school. So I'm thinking somebody pulled the race car with her, did something. So she was like, I didn't want to tell you this in front of my youngest daughter. Daddy's cheating on you. Whoa, hold on. Right, <coughs> right, right. <Whoa. coughs> the hell right. of an English class you right. had to say. <laughs> so what was said, going on at home economics? 
<laughs> so I'm like, wait, what? So my heart is pounding mm. because before I went to pick my daughter up, he and I were together mm-hmm. before I left and got her, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, uh, what do you mean? So she says, well, I was in his phone because I was mm. on FaceTime with my friend and this message came through saying, I miss you and I can't wait to see you. I love you. Oh, so shit. all she remembered was the first three digits of the number, right? So me being me, I'm from EC, so y'all know how we get down. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of popped off and I reacted. I said, let me calm down because let me find out what's going on first of all. Yeah. So yeah. of course him being in his fashion. Please tell me it was an auntie. Please tell me it was an auntie. Oh, this story about to get real good because that ain't even what it is. So um, I get home and he's telling me it was somebody who purchased a dog and they really loved the dog. My daughter withheld information from me. She saw more than what she actually told me. Now, here it is. This is my husband. Uh, we about to celebrate our ninth year. We have four kids together. So I'm like, why is my child telling me this, right? We go out to dinner. He like, let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. So he's explaining himself. So we sit down at dinner. She like, daddy, she got an iPhone. FaceTime her right now. Oh, and tell her, it, right? Who was this little person? That <laughs> the greatest daughter ever. Yeah, absolutely. So check this out. A friend of mine gave me a call and she asked me if my ten year old could spend a night with her because her and her daughter are best friends. So I was like, "Well, we going out of town." So she's like, "I saw what you posted on Facebook. Is everything okay?" And I'm like, no, girl, telling her everything that's going on. So she's like, I'm about to come over and get you. I said, he didn't told me where the girl works. She's like, I'm going to take you to the job, right? Okay, my sinuses just got back fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) So as I go out of town, I'm like, you know, I'm going to cool myself down. He's apologizing, apologetic. You know, it was inappropriate and blah, blah, blah. It was just conversation. I come home and he's on his computer. He's like, I got to go. Gets off the computer. I said, let me sit down and look at the computer. And me being a, a inspector gadget, I'm clicking, clicking, clicking. And lo and behold, Woo-hoo. I found Google Photos, right? Google Photos had messages, right? He had screenshots of these messages because he was sending the messages to his brother. So he never deleted them. So I see the number and I see the texts. I put the number in my phone. My 10-year-old's best friend's mother's number pops up. Oh shit! This is the one who was going to come and help me go find oh, herself. Oh shit! Herself? I've been oh. waiting for the twist of the story no, to think, to think that t- it's not really happening, but this is really happening. Really happened? She purposely did that to throw, try to throw you off. Sure I did. know exactly what she work at. It's the one right over here. She sure did. <laughs> so sure did. Oh, so, oh, oh. no! I'm let you finish. Go, go ahead. ahead and finish. Go ahead and finish. So. Let's just say if you guys remember Janet Jackson and Why Did I Get Married Mm 2 and that scene where she kind of completely destroyed the entire home, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Mm. I lost it. I didn't go to work the next day. Mm. Um, I took my daughter to school because I'm like, I'm going to get here early. I'm about to catch her. He like, I'm going up there because what he wanted to do was to see her so she so they could cooperate their story. Oh. I'm going down. She coming past. I spun up in the driveway, pulled back. He tried to pull my arm. I hit him. Got on. Now, y'all know where the gas stations are down here. Um, 
down the street, them three mm-hmm. gas, two gas stations. In front of Shaw, I jumped the curb around three cars, pulled on the side of her, blew the horn, pull over. <gasps> it's not what you think. If it's not what I think, you should answer the phone. And you shouldn't be running. So, to answer your question, how hard is it Girl, to forgive shit. somebody? I'm mad I gave, I uh, gave you that platform, Playboy. Nancy, shit. You know, um, you know okay. where, where the hell am I at, nigga? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jeez. So. You did niggas No. My, the, what's hard for me is the fact that, um, I have to live with the fact that oh. I don't I don't trust you. We in a household because we married and we took these vows for better or for worse, right? Mm-hmm. And mm. I got to look at him and I got to look at her and for my sanity I am it's a slow process. I would say that. And I look at women who say, "Oh, I would leave." It's not as easy to get up and leave, but you do have those demands that you put in your place. And so that's where I have kind of been working it and not losing myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So because it's easy to say what you will do and what you won't do until you face with that situation. Mm. So, yeah. And I think he kind of walking on eggshells, doing whatever it is that I need. But it, I, I hate that it had to happen. He walking in on, uh, he walking on eggshells. I got a writer's mentality. I see a perfect scene <laughs> to reenact this where you like, girl, I didn't found her. And she like, where's she at? Where's she at? You know what I'm saying? And everybody looking at her. Like, but you want to know what the killer party is? God it's because man. I went to, I went and found him. He was, well, I wasn't really looking for him. I just ran into him over to his uncle's house. And I was like, well, I'm about to go because I'm about to meet her. And I called her name. He like, for what? When I pulled off, he called her and told her I was on my way. She said she was coming to the house. So when I pulled up, I'm like, well, dang, it's taking her a long time to get here. She's like, well, I'm just across the street at the gas station, but I never saw the car. So. You started telling this story, and, <sighs> like, the first thing you said that didn't make sense was something about somebody bought a dog. I'm like, what the fuck do a dog got to do with anything? Exactly. So that made no sense. but And that's why I thought the story was going to have a twist that it wasn't something happening, that your daughter just read something wrong and... And then it just kept going. I'm like, where's the twist? Right. So this is a friend of yours. Well, see, we became friends through my daughter because her daughter and my daughter are best friends. Oh, okay. I get it. Right. And so my mother said to me one day, after I told my mother, my mother said, remember when she came? Because my 10-year-old invited her to come over for Mother's Day. She said, I was listening to the conversation that him and her were having. And I said, she and him are a little too friendly. My mother said mm. she felt a vibe. Mm. Me, I'm just sitting there like, you missing know. It. You're missing it. Oh. How? Okay, let me ask you a question then. Because I think we can probably dive into this. And sorry to use no, this. No, it's a, okay. But it's I've, cool. Do you think you were missing it because you trusted him too much? Because I'm wondering, I'm asking that question, but then I also want to know, is there a such thing as too much trust? Because I, if you're married, you're obviously trusting that person with everything. I, well, see, knowing him, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that he would do it so close to home. I would put it to you like this. I don't put anything mm. past anybody. But for it to be somebody that mm. I know and that I've had, you know, conversations with where maybe me and him have gotten into an argument mm. 
And I said, oh, such and such happened. Mm-hmm. It is true. Ladies, do not tell your friends. I don't care nothing about what's going on in your relationship. Because I did make a comment one day that I thought it brought it back to me. And she was like, oh, well, he just doesn't seem like that type of person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't well, even I- know him. So why would you say that? Oh, she so knew him. She knew him. Oh, she yeah. knew him. I don't know so- why April talking about in the feed, something I said a couple <laughs> weeks back. But all I be knowing is, fellas... Don't let these women fool you. Okay? What you mean? They be talking to your girl about whole time. Whole time. Oh, whole time. They be they swear both of them. That's messed up. Yeah, y'all. yeah, yeah. But um I was hurt. I was hurt. I was hurt. I would say right was. now I'm not. Yeah, you no, not? I'm not. I'm not hurt no more. I mean, because here's the deal. No. If you see what's in my inbox, I know I would never have an issue if I decided to walk away. You understand what I'm saying? So I know that it's not me. It was a selfish act on his and her part for doing something like that. But I got to continue to grow in myself personally. And I think because I have not reacted in that type of way, Mm. it's making him kind of watch me a little bit more like at some point she's going to do something, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to do anything unless I want to. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because I respect myself a little bit too much to do something like that. So. All right. So. So. No, go, go. No. Got some, okay, some, April, ooh. we can meet, honey. Go on and follow me. We can talk. <laughs> so that brings up my next question. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to touch this one no more. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, women, other than cheating, what will make you leave your man? <laughs> Another man. Nigga, mm. <laughs> she just dropped. The biggest gem. Everybody in here needs to listen, yeah. listening in the feed. I mean, uh, I, I still got more questions, but it's just, it's... Ask your questions. I'm here. I'm, I'm, that's I'm, a hell of an answer. Yeah. Fellas, you better... <laughs> if niggas present better options to your girl... No, 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 no. No, you I'm, I'm taking I'm, I'm taking it to mean... I think I think you looking at it... Yeah, he is. When, when he, yeah. But you got he, Yeah, yeah. He asked what would make you leave other than cheating. Yeah. She's not saying that another man is approaching her. She's meaning that... He is with another man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Oh. I mean, because I've oh, been, a, I've, been a, a, I've been approached. You know what I mean? And it's my thing is this. So you, so you said if he was right, I'm out. If he I was taken. If he was taken. Yes. But listen, he can two Maybe dicks. I he can suck two dicks. No. He deserves to suck two dicks. No. Of course, the same people who defended Mason Rudolph said he could suck two dicks. Now, at some point, somebody got to be wrong. Now. Did you say he was tanking? <laughs> tanking to her. You know right. Saying? No. That's, that's it was got to get out of here. Get you suspect. Mm-mm. I, oh, wow. I can. I, it depends. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> um, um, uh, controlling abuse, yeah, abuse, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, physically, mentally, emotionally mm-hmm. abusive. Mm-hmm. I'm out the door. Um, I, I, I can't, I, I can't help myself. I have a question. Um, and we got to get back to this, but it's yeah, so, so obviously, he has stepped out of your marriage, and it's just what's the thing that's, I mean, it's what's really keeping you there? Is it just, is it just the because the vows? Mm-hmm. It's the vows that, the, and is it the vows and the children, or is it just because you a strong person? Because because yeah. I don't know if I can oh, be married you. and just yeah yeah go ahead. B- before you answer that, I'm, I'm gonna piggyback off your question too. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no. Ha- 
I don't want to ask you this, but I want to ask you this. Ask me. Has it been confirmed that they were like actually fucking? Well, I don't think so because she asked me. I, I rolled up. On I, I only asked. I, I, I hate to be blunt it. about that, yeah. I, but that's a big factor in that yeah. situation. Like, yeah. it's one thing. Why would so, she love them if they were okay? But I'm not gonna go there. Exactly. And that's what you love thing. me for? Because I can cook. What the fuck you love me for? Ooh, I almost <laughs> dropped that. And <laughs> and the thing that she said to me was is that. Um, I was telling him I loved him as a brother. I was comfortable with him, you know, having a conversation with him. I'm like, I don't discuss sex with my real brother. Nah. I would never have that conversation with him. So you became that comfortable. She she, she, she gave the wrong response to that. Because, I yeah. mean, like, honestly, out of my, my female best friend, like, I, I love my female best friend. Yeah. And every so often we'll be like, all right, I'm, I'm, we'll be on the phone. All right, love you on me or whatever. Something right. like that. You know what I'm saying? Same way we do with y'all, though. Like, mm. really, it's no different, you know. I'm not gonna be texting her phone, and you know I really like. Come on, that's that's a reason to pause. Yeah. Because because the reality is the answer that she gave you was the I don't want to get fucked up answer. Oh, of course. Come on, do you see me? So it's a situation where she said exactly what she had to say to with to hold you back from doing what you exactly. probably could be doing, and that's beating the fuck out of her. Yes. Mm. So she did what Mason Rudolph should have did. Exactly. Yep. Jesus. Exactly. Yep. And I and I got that. It was the, <laughs> let me be safe and tell her what I think that she would want to hear to appease her Absolutely. from saving myself. And again, at the end of the day, I have daughters, so I don't have sons. So I am a representative for them and what a female role model should be, absolutely. right? How okay. I handle absolutely. myself. Now, I absolutely hate the fact that, but then also too, I also, you know, I think back on it. My children were there when I spazzed out. Like I literally, I lost it. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I wanted them to see that, okay, mommy ain't no joke. Cause I don't want to do anything. Mommy was, might do this to me. That was so let me act ne- right. That's about to be my, ne- my next question for you where it's, it's so you you obviously are in a situation that you don't want to be in that you never thought you would be in right but by that you do have that you do have daughters also right have you thought of how much do you think about the fact that how how you're handling this situation right now may be something that will impact them down the line as they get older right. and as they interact with right. men and things right. like that down the line absolutely my daughters um say all the time you know i don't want to get married and I don't want their view of what they saw to be tainted or tarnished based upon that because everybody's relationship is different. Mm -hmm. So I had a conversation with somebody who was a lot older than me and she said, well, listen, baby, those are his kids, right? I know what you want to do, but right now in this very moment, you need to turn this thing around. So I have four girls again. I cannot take care of them by myself. And ladies, I'm sorry, single women, we cannot do that alone, right? We shouldn't have to be forced to do so. This is not just my responsibility. So it's his. So I laid down some ground rules. What you're not going to do is disrespect me in front of my kids. And if I ask you to do anything, then it needs to be done. No questions. Hands down, period. This is how this ship is going to operate. And um, I've just been carrying myself differently. So they see me differently and try to lose that image that they saw when that happened. Mm-hmm. Now, how they feel about their dad in the back of their That's mind. Question, they're still, that question. Yeah, I saw that. that question. Yeah. Um, they still look at him. They love their dad 
And it's not for me to tell them anything bad about him because they'll shape their own opinions about him based upon his character and what he's doing with them and how he treats me. So now his treatment of me is differently because he's being more loving and trying to show of the course. kids that. Of course. So, I mean, mm. I know that in the back of their minds, they still feel some type of way. And my 12-year-old is actually acting out towards him because she was like, he says, well, she don't, you know, respond she don't to me respect like him, she right, used to. Yeah. And yeah. that's how she's looking at it because they'll be in the car. She's old, enough, she's old enough to know and understand <laughs> what's happening exactly. right now. She's just as hurt as you are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the reality of mm. it. Like, Jesus. I ain't yeah. heard Dev get this quiet on the show. <laughs> no, this is amazing. I had, I had to, uh, obviously, for not since, since before the, since that one episode when you might have yeah, took or something. Yeah, no, I, I had to to, to ain't unleavened the bread to her to you know because I have my opinions, but her reality is, it means more. You know what I mean? You're right. Real right. quick, I want to in the in the feed before I get it. Let's see, see Dev things happen. People and people stay. Listen, we were talking about somebody having a baby. On somebody oh, yeah, in a relationship, yeah. oh, that, was, that had to be. You it, bring yeah, a baby yeah. into my home, right. you got or I got to go. One yeah. of us got to go. Right. I, like if, this. This is what this is my only thing. This, this I, I've said this a lot of times, and I don't know how it's been received in the feed or, or on on the podcast. We just be having conversation, but um, when it comes to relationships, especially marriage, yeah, I think once you get into it very early on, you start to realize all this. All this other little shit that people think is important on the outside doesn't really matter right. in, a, in a marriage. A marriage is very bare bones when it comes to like why you stay. It's right. a very simple answer and it's very foreign to those who don't live that life. Right. Because there are certain ways, there are certain, there are certain levels of consideration that I take for my wife that she takes for me that are very specific to being married. Mm -hmm. Anybody can be with me and not fuck somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's not, yes, it's a prerequisite. You would, you would like for that not to happen, but that's not a specific talent that that person holds that I can be with anybody and expect them to be faithful. It's the certain shit that makes, once they begin to begin to understand you and make a household run and the effect they have on the kids and family relationships is built, the kind of shit that goes into making a marriage, you start learning real quick. They're like this little dumb shit, how much money people, all of these lists and things people make before they get married. Some of this shit matters, but the majority of the shit don't really matter. Right. And so you got to think about it too. And for me, what I thought about was here it is my oldest first year of ninth grade. How hard is that for a child to walk into the ninth grade? So you're no longer in middle school. You're going into a completely different world of more responsibility, more task, and more independence. And she's very emotional. So I didn't want to do anything that would cause her dis- disruption in the household where she's like, you know, now I can't function. And now she's doing bad in school because she doesn't have both parties in the household. Seventh grader, first time in the seventh grade. Fifth grader, first time in the fifth grade. First time, second grader. So it was like I had to think about them and how I moved. And the way that I moved dictated how my household moved, dictated, dictates now how he's moving. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And it's a household full of girls. So my when I say I had to get over it, I cannot fester in things. Just like we talked earlier about that rock and feeling that weight being lifted off of you. Once I released that, I was able to focus more and pour more into what I will accept and what I will not accept, what I'm paying more attention to and what I'm not. Do I feel like 
okay, no, I'm not gonna lie. I did put um, what you call this with the iPhone location mm-hmm. share, mm-hmm. and I was checking that, and then I said to myself, why am I checking this mm-hmm. for him? Why do I have to feel mm-hmm. like I need to check to see where he is? Yeah. And so I didn't want to get in that habit of saying. I gave you too much power because now it's like I'm losing myself to you to find out if it's if you giving yourself you giving big big chunks of yourself up just exactly. j- just spending it trying to figure out what the fuck you're yep. doing too many hours yeah. of the day. I had to adjust in the seat because I'm about to say some Uh-oh. shit. And, and real quick, so what you were saying before to to your point is that almost along the lines where we were saying, uh, you know, what last week or a couple weeks ago where it's like you know we were talking about relationships and it was like. I was somebody asking my father how they made it because they just had their 42nd on, on Tuesday. And it's just find somebody you love and don't quit. Is that yeah. what I kind of how you're just saying? That's what it gets you, to. You love them and it's just like, yo, you in there. Yeah. And, and we have a, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, real quick. So mm-hmm. is this, is it safe to say, okay, let me, let me formulate this correctly. Is it safe to say that no matter the relationship or marriage or whatever you go through, that there is going to be different things that happen that you oh, just got to get over? Come get on. Through. You see that all the time. I mean. Question. Personal question. If I may. Are you doing what you're doing for you or for your children? It's a hell of a question. It is. <laughs> it's a hell of a question. I'm going to let her. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I got something to say. And I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot or nothing mm-hmm. like that. But just honestly. Is it a situation where you are doing what you're doing because there's there's uh, you know different individuals out here in the world that would actually be like what I'm out right. I'm, and I'm gonna say this I'm not gonna change what I'm about to say based off her answer go, go ahead I would say um, it's both because at the end of the day I was here before my kids and so I know how and what I want just for me for my own personal growth mm-hmm. so I'm doing it for for both. Now, my baby is seven, so let me do the math on that. Um, ask me this question again in 11 Thank- years and see where I'm at. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me, I know it's going to get too deep, but I'm going to go in the deep and I'm going to come up to the shallow, <laughs> all right? We have a major issue in the black community. We've, all, we've had it for a long time as far as households, homes, men and women in the home, single moms, single parents in general. So we carry out some of these things can create, it can shape and form the way we look at the world, especially given the fact that if somebody has kids, they usually go with the moms. So you have a lot of single moms. So you have a lot of single moms with this mentality from our community, which is not negative because they needed to kind of survive. You know what I mean? To be able to make it day by day. So it's not like you shouldn't think like this, but, Different cultures, different groups of people around the world conduct themselves differently in relationships. They expect different shit out of a relationship. So you hear a lot of conversations with, especially women, black women, when it comes to being in a relationship with men where doing, you know, I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want to do shit for the family. I don't want to do shit just for my kids. You know, I ain't going to be with him just for the kids. I want to be happy. I understand fully everybody wants to be happy there does come points in time though where keeping the fucking family together is more important than your personal value it's more important it's one of the reasons why we have issues keep it like you go through a lot of shit three of us in this room been married either been married or are married 
You go through this shit. No, no, what I'm saying is you go through this shit in your head. Brains are like, fuck y'all. What happened? My you, lonely, depressed no, you, drink. you gonna go through it too. You gonna go through it too when you get married. Where you where you start questioning whether or not this shit is right. Is it gonna work? Is this the person I'm supposed to be with? But once you start incorporating kids and shit in it, I can't it's not about me just going to get an apartment on 105 because what I want to fuck bitches? Like for right, what? Right. What right, is the viable right. reason? What, this is the question you got to ask yourself and be honest. You being single and your family being broken up is going to make you happy? Right. If the, if your answer is yes, then you got to look in the mirror. Right. Because you get to a point where your kids being happy trumps it. Right. That shit trumps everything. So it's the same fuel that would make a single mom or dad hunker down into their particular bunker and be like, this is about me and my kids. Fuck the world. Mm -hmm. It's the same mentality. It just hasn't been spread throughout our community to, to, to represent the entire family where it's like, no matter what, fuck the world. This is about me and my family. Until they grown up to stand on their own. Okay, so with that being a narrative, mm-hmm. because I've been through this before, mm-hmm. so are you basically saying that be miserable just for your kids? See, see, I think you control. You are in control of your happiness and how things turn out. And if I can answer this question, because no, that yeah, kind of yeah, played into um, absolutely. Well, Latoya, it was a couple, it was a good question. <clears throat> yeah, Latoya said she's like. Um, how did you make it and how do you stay strong? See, if this was me 10 years ago. That's what I was about to say right there. You would not. I would have been lost. I mean, I have contemplated suicide before. Um, I felt like I was better off not being here. I hid. I hid myself. And so once it was like um, a caterpillar. And then you know how the caterpillar continues mm-hmm. to go on, continues mm-hmm. to go on, and then it, it flourishes out. So when I tell you that doors have started opening up for me in a way that makes me so happy that I have no choice but to be inspired by that and pour that into my kids. Mm. See, I love doing this right here, being able to talk. Mm. I love the LTC Uncut. I love the Lunchtime Chronicles. I love interacting with other people because I hid myself for so long. So those are the things that I do to keep me happy. And because he sees that, he has no choice but to respect that and support that because along this journey comes networking. Networking might provide me with somebody who's like, I absolutely love everything you're doing, and I'll take mm-hmm. you and them four kids, mm-hmm. and I'll show you a whole nother world, but mm-hmm. it's me. I get, You know what? Yeah. I get you. Okay, go ahead. No, continue. <laughs> I get you. It's me that's providing that comfort for myself and that level of happiness to keep me going because I refuse. I don't care that he's my husband. You're not going to have me broken and walking around here um, soaking because of something that you did. I have to continue to move forward. So when you see that in me, you have no choice but to fall in line and be like, oh, well, wait a minute. Because in the back of his mind, he has no idea what is going to happen. And that's always going to play in his mind. <laughs> that's, it's real. That is a motherfucker. When you, <clears throat> one of the, one, I found out that one of the, the most cringing things in life as a man, when you done some fucked up shit, and they being cool is never knowing when some shit gonna mm-hmm. pop off. That's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because 
how the saying go, I forgive you, but I won't forget. And so Keith said something that people don't want to be lonely. It's not, I'll never be lonely. I have it. it I think people put too much emphasis on. Um, I'm about to punch you in the arm. You better say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, they do. They put too much emphasis <laughs> in on having a relationship and being with somebody. You got to learn yourself first before my. you get into a relationship with somebody. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, damn it. That's a, I'm a, because when you ask that question, I'm not going to get in your business, brother. We, we, we know each other's business. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with age. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. It's a reason why older people, black people, I love us. I know we're all trying to figure it out. I know we discovered hip hop. We always think we're trying to do some new shit. Sometimes you got to shut the fuck up and listen to people who have more experience than you and follow what they tell you to a fucking T. Like my father used to tell me, listen to the man in the gutter, because the shit he's telling you might be the exact thing that's going to keep you out of that gutter. Mm -hmm. Listen to older people when they tell you to wait to be in relationships or get married or learn yourself. Learn. One thing my father told me, don't ever be responsible for somebody's happiness, mm -hmm. because when they're sad, they're going to feel like you're responsible yep. for their sadness too. You have to be happy on your own, and then you merge with someone. It is not up to that person to make you happy, to complete you, to fulfill me. We're going to do this shit together. So do you feel like a lot of people in life we, we're, tend to seek validation or we, happiness or, or, or comfort within themselves we, from other people? Other people. That's why it's a, like our family structure being splintered in the black community goes so deep because we don't even, we don't address some of the negative shit that should be addressed at that like like I always talk about thank God for my pops and the way I was raised it's certain shit that just can't fly we not having Thanksgiving until the shit that needs to be talked about is talked about right right but we'll let shit fly like who's really sitting down with the tw I, listen I'm not saying the baby shouldn't be loved I'm not saying that the baby shouldn't be taken care all that all that shit is no but there needs to be a conversation about the 19, 20, 21, 22, I was 24, 24-year-old 24 parents yeah, and the kids and raising the kids and how that's going to change things. And we just let shit go. Right. We let it flow. And okay, you got to develop certain shit in order to survive. Right. But you haven't given yourself the, the adequate amount of time to like learn yourself. Right. Love yourself. Absolutely. I agree. Grow. Become a better person. That's why I'm never, I'm not ever throwing shade because when you decide to get married, nigga, you gonna know exactly what you want. Yeah. I can guarantee this. Brainstorm. When Brainstorms get, gets married, Brainstorms get married to a motherfucker that he fuck with and that fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, flat the fuck out. Right. It's not, you're not gonna be playing no games. Ain't gonna be no roll of the dice. You know what I mean? Like, you... You have to learn yourself, man. You got to love you. You got to be able to be happy by yourself yeah. in your own situation in order to even be something for somebody else. Because if I can say this, if, if it got to a point where it didn't work out, right, I'm not seeking the validation of another man yeah. to fill that void. I promise you, I don't know how many people have seen um, She's Gotta Have It, but I will be Nola Darling. Trust mm -hmm. and believe me when mm -hmm. I tell you that, okay? <laughs> but I'm just, if you think about it, 
when people rush into those situations where they decide to get a divorce and they leave because something wasn't going right, whether if it was finances, it was cheating, it was they were just unhappy, they don't take the kids into account uh, and account for that. And those children end up in therapy. They have issues. They don't trust people. When they get married, they start getting divorces. You know, it's like a psycho. So I had to think about what she told me. And this, this woman is 70-something years old. And I said, now, if I listen to somebody that's younger than me or the same age as me, they have not experienced anything like that. So let me listen to this woman who's lived her life and try this out and see how this works. And it's, it has absolutely been working um, for us. It was just, what, two months ago, three months ago. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm rolling. I'm living my life. My best I, life. I will but tell you this much uh, before, before you say this, brother. You have truly inspired me. <laughs> and I ain't even, I'm being so serious because, I, trust me, I've been through similar, similar situations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you... You are truly inspired me. Like you have truly. It didn't even hit me. That's why you, you laughing because it, it didn't even hit me until you, have you just said it. Yeah. Very similar situation. You have truly inspired me. Yeah, eerily so. Because my motherfucking ass was out the dope. I was out. But no, but that's part of you. But you was a lot younger too, though, man. But you know what? It was different variables in the situation. Mm -hmm. I didn't have children, or you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and it's the past, but whatever. But I have, you have true. First of all, can I say this real quick? Thank you for sharing that oh, because that's absolutely like so transparent in the situ transparent in the situation to do that. Like that was. It's called a testimony. You cannot yeah. if, if you can't get to a point where you can talk about it mm -hmm. and not cry. You don't know what happens in your delivery, right? Mm -hmm. Because by me speaking about it, it can help heal somebody else that's and true. help them become stronger and. Looking at the conversation that was going on in the feed when yeah. you were telling your story, I'm pretty. I mean, it seems like people have gone through some, maybe some similar things or you know something along those lines. So you're absolutely right with that. But um, I do want to ask a question because I tried to be quiet. I, I wanted, I want to be, I, I, I want to be quiet because because I, I respect y'all as yeah, people who are married or been married and stuff like that. Because no, sometimes it's I've been seeing a lot, of, a lot of memes lately where it's like, okay, you know, if married people get in trouble because they let the people into their relationship that haven't been married and or can't get married and all these things. So I just tried to shut the fuck up for a few minutes. But it's just, it's just, uh, Dev, you made a point about how you have to start listening sometimes to mm -hmm. listen to the people who have been through things. And you're talking mm -hmm. about the, the older generation. And, you know, a lot of people in the older generation never left. Um, and so I wonder if there's a, where is that line of things where, you know, the new age is just, yo, we out, we, we out, out, we yeah. out. And 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 one of the most used words nowadays, social media and life or whatever, is toxic, toxic, yeah. toxic. And everything is like, yo, you toxic, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Uh, so I wonder for y'all where the line is because, yeah, we got our older generation where, yeah, a lot of people didn't leave. We I, I know we talk about the prison structure and, and the welfare thing and how that broke up black community, black yeah. homes or black families, whatever. <clears throat> but somebody still had to make the choice to leave right. at some point. Right. At some point, somebody still had to make that choice yeah. to just leave. So at some point, it, uh, my question is, it, is, is where's that line? Do we still sit there and say, okay, like like you're saying, you're choosing to stay right now? Um, it's the same. And don't get me wrong, I love my husband. Mm -hmm. I do. I, I love him because we built a life together based upon be even way before the kids. I mean, because anybody, I mean, I was on here before and I said it. I've been dealing with him. Since I was 11 years old. Mm. So, no, is, is he the only man that I know? Absolutely not. But he is the person that I've grown 
to love and to have fallen in love with. This just so happened to happen. And there's been other things, you know, that have happened, but it's just, it was on me to decide whether or not I wanted to continue to make this work. Because again, you got to think about it. When people, when you're young and you get into a relationship, things happen. Now, when you get older, this absolutely like, come on, man, you, you being real reckless. Like Mm -hmm. I could see if it was somebody who I didn't know, but it was somebody that I know that has been in my household. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I don't even have the energy to retaliate, even if I wanted to. But kind of like a little sick pleasure for me is in the fact that he's thinking she might be doing something. But I'm not doing anything. Like, I honest to God, hands up That's why I said what I said. You retaliating through that. That's, it's perfect yeah. retaliation. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know you went in a war when you don't have to do nothing. Right. The art of war. Question, where you going? Mm-hmm. Turn, turn, turn it on right now. You can see me. You can see where I'm sitting. Yeah. Right? But that, that's the thing. I think I think part of it, man, is, and I hate to keep harping on it, man, but it, it's part of our issue. I don't think it's I don't think it broke up the home the, the household. It's still it uh, broke it broke it like it's broken. Mm-hmm. So like the reason why this shit exists is toxic. This this cancel that. It's a direct result of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. We don't have, we need to learn how to draw lines. We don't draw, as far as black folks, we'll cancel everything. Yeah. And everybody. Right. These other, there's, maybe maybe I'm out of the loop, but there's not reports of an inordinate amount of uh, white people being Arabs canceled or whatever. Or, or, whoever. or Asians or white folks, the, the, the family structure breaking down. Why are you canceling the father of your children? What the fuck is going like for some reason the children thing is just like uh I don't know tires I don't understand like it's 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 a factor that cannot just be I don't know man so do you feel like this is to everybody so do you feel like that you can't can't have a good life for your children or your children can have a good life with mommy and daddy not being present no. in the same household, I think it will come with it comes with timing, right? So, thank you. So let me ask you but, but before you before you finish. Let me ask you this: So how do you truly hold that person accountable for what they did? Because the reality is, just playing devil's advocate, if they continue to if they did something and you forgive them, they may get the mentality that I can keep on. Doing That's not this our thing. job, though. Yep, right. That's not our job yeah. to hold them accountable. I get it. Why I'm not? Just, because I, you married them. I, I, this my question. I, again, because I'm, because I'm they to take be quiet, because but. they take a vow and you take a vow. My vow never said I need to hold you accountable for your actions. You need to hold yourself accountable for your actions. Okay. And if you can't do that, then we can't make this work. Okay. See, April. In that case, I would say absolutely go because things can happen. Like when I say becoming abusive physically, yeah, like yeah. things like that, like you stepping out, I can step out. Like I can get on the phone and I can start texting with somebody and that can be considered, well, you know, you giving your attention to somebody else. I could play into that. But when it becomes that, yeah. physical and you get to fear for your life and you, uh, the safety of you, exactly. And your the safety like of yeah. your children, then absolutely. By all means Stop. get out. But, I say it's people out here that have bigger issues and it's, and it doesn't involve what our issues are. 
should never be discussed in front of our children. We should separate that, not let them see that, and then sit down and have a conversation. And if we decide that we no longer want to work in this relationship, then us together on the same page. Mm -hmm. It's easier said than done because a lot of people are so angry when they go into this and do that. If we come to an agreement together and say, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do, and it's going to benefit me mentally, you mentally, and the children mentally, Let's go together and have that conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the, I, will, I, I will say from the outside looking in, when I see people talking about relationships and things mm-hmm. that go wrong, I, again, that's the person that's not on your level, but it's just, I feel like a lot of times people, um, um, what they tend to do is, I feel like I, I forgot about to lose my point, but they don't think about the kids in, in, mm-hmm. in the sense of, they both were there in the making of the children. That's what I was about to say, yeah. man. And so at the end of the day, even if we do decide to split, what we have to do is figure out what we're both going to do to make sure these children are mm-hmm. are taken care of and, and fine. No matter how it happened or whatever, I feel like people don't let go of the anger that they have. Right. And they don't let go of that rage or they, they don't. It ain't even about the forgiving or forgetting or whatever. They just I, I, I've always felt like when people have kids, two people have decided to go like the song say half on the baby. Mm-hmm. Two people have decided to do that. So. No matter if it goes good, bad, if it goes left or right or whatever, at some point, y'all both are 50-50 in this thing. And so at some point, people got to put their pride aside and be like, you know what? No matter how much I despise you, no matter how much you did wrong, no matter how much I did wrong or whatever, all I need to be able to show is that be sure is that this kid gets to at least 18, mm-hmm. at least 18 and then boom. Okay. <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate in this situation, but go ahead, Dale. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Oh. One of y'all go ahead. <laughs> you go. My head no, like you this. <laughs> what, what I was saying, what, what, I, I think it varies. Yeah. It's two It's two different situations. The, 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 I, hope, I wish I could get somebody to go through and like pluck these situations when I, when I say this shit. Like we skip over words and meanings and shit in life. And I don't know why we do it as humans. But it's a responsibility. So... When you think about your responsibilities and what you have to do, it's non-negotiable. Now, if we're in a relationship, like we're in a relationship, we're married, we're together, we're engaged, and we have a kid, at that point, it's a response. We have built, we're building a life. If we have built a life together and we've included a kid in it, it is our responsibility as parents. To put that kid's emotions, emotions, feelings, everything first. It's our responsibility. Now, people have kids and they're not in a relationship that has different stipulations. You know what I mean? You all aren't building a life together. You mean you have a, a kid with somebody that y'all talking or whatever. You work that situation out the way you work that situation out. I'm talking strictly from we've built a life, now we include a kid. At that point, when we do those two things together jointly, I can no longer say, I want to be happy, so fuck y'all. Right. I can't do that no more. That's no longer on the table. Hmm. Like, once you get a new job, like, it's so, just think about anything in life. You can't, I can't go into the studio space situation with y'all and then six months in be like, fuck y'all, I ain't paying no more. It's a responsibility. And if I don't follow through on that responsibility, then cool. But if I'm from the outside looking in, I just want to come up here 
and do a podcast. I can pay fifty dollars here. They say, fuck it, I don't want to do it again next month. Cool. But if I go into this shit with y'all jointly, I don't, I no longer have the ability to say fuck y'all and things just be peachy. Like, hey guys, y'all, yeah. nigga, you said fuck me last month. What are you talking about? Like, it's our responsibility, man. So, with that being said, and, and, and this is nothing to your situation. I'm just speaking in general. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, mm -hmm. how do you know that you said you had girls, right? How do you know that your girls are not looking at you adversely because you staying? Of course. I've, I've always thought about that. But again, it comes with how I talk to them and mm -hmm. how I carry myself and how I allow the overall interaction in the household and the energy in the household go. And so they see that. So that means the the thing with me and him uh -huh. is these are your daughters. So at the end of the day, I'm their mom. They are junior mints. So they are junior me's, right? Gotcha. And so one day they're going to have boyfriends and somebody somewhere is going to try to do something of in the same <laughs> aspect of what you did to me to them. How would you feel? See, that's something that he has to continue to deal that's with. So how I'm carrying okay. myself is exactly how I need to carry myself for them to see how to conduct yourself if this should ever happen to you, because nobody is exempt from something happening to them. Mm -hmm. It's how you respond to the situation going forward at that moment and going forward, because hell, I mean, I could have pulled a trigger. I could have mm -hmm. stabbed them. I could have did anything. And at the end of the day, guess what? He would have been home Healing from whatever physical wound that it was that no, I did no, to him. No, we from EC. You to finish them, but go ahead. Yes, I kind of would have KO'd his ass. <laughs> but, um, and then I would be sitting in jail somewhere. Mm. And then my kids the, are having to go through. The court system. <clears throat> mommy is gone because daddy did. So it's you have to think. And at the end of the day, I'm always going to think about myself and my kids because I am a parent and I'm their parent. And regardless of what happens now, if I decide to walk out the door and leave, my kids are just going to have to understand we are going to have to make some changes. But I'm mm -hmm. always being mindful of their psyche. You understand what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because that is heavy mm -hmm. on right. them. I have to think about them because I'm responsible. Yeah. I mean, I hate to bring God in this, but yeah. he gave them that's to me. And that's my responsibility to make sure that they are OK. It's just right. like somebody coming out and physically hurting them. I'm going to attack and be on guard, but I yeah. have to make sure I'm protecting them at all costs. Yeah. And that's just, that's and, and no am. shape or form too. Also, am I trying to uh, say it should be this or be yeah. that or whatever? I'm just yeah, posing but, questions. Oh yeah, that, absolutely. Different angles that I and, know that different people may be thinking about. And I know I said it's not negotiable. It's, it's not negotiable in the sense of our personal shit. Like I'm yeah. personally, I'm personally, um, <laughs> You know, I, my feelings, my emotions. I want to be happy. I want to be able. Right. That's the shit that's non-negotiable. You better be taking them kids' feelings and and everything else to consideration. This, but to 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 jump back in and answer your question real quick, Playboy. Yeah. And you know, people can can downplay it if they want to. They probably will. Whatever. I don't care. Mm. Um, you can answer that question, but one, you got to be honest with yourself, and you have to tap into a place that probably doesn't feel good. But how do, I remember what it felt like when my mother and father broke up. 
I remember not giving a fuck what the circumstances was. I just need Petty James Reed and Val, Je- Val Jean to be back together. I didn't really give a fuck. Sometimes, we were talking about it with some other shit the other week, or it might have been another part, whatever. But sometimes we put our adult, also, it was, shout out to Real Spit, it was on Real Spit. But we put our adult brain into kids. All this shit we thinking about, and they want their mama and yeah. damn daddy in the same house. So, like, yeah, that stuff matters. Like, my parents are dealing with drugs, hard drugs. Didn't give a fuck, okay? You hear me? That shit was probably tearing them up, probably led to some of the health issues they got to this day. But at that point in time, all I gave a fuck about was my mama and my daddy being in the same house. And I didn't really give a fuck what the circumstances was. Y'all work out whatever the fuck y'all. I was playing them niggas, get it together. Remember the song, Get It Together? Yeah, understanding from Escape and get it together. I was like seven oh two. I was I'm about to say that's seven oh two or, or something. I was getting together, but understanding. I was like seven oh two, but whatever. But I to distinctly remember understanding, stuff. like having them niggas listen to understanding. Like, come on, man. I don't really give right, a fuck. Right, right. I don't like we put these adult, these adult, this adult weight on kids. They don't really care about all that. Right. All this shit you taking into consideration, and I want to go to Cabo. They don't give a fuck about all that, and you want to take trips, and you they just want to wake up and mom and daddy yeah. be in the same house. He needs That's a all shirt. They say that. What? I don't give a. Yeah, for <laughs> real, man. We're at school tomorrow. All right. That's interesting, man. All right. Well, I feel like we should wrap it right there. <laughs> we did it an hour and a half, so we'll wrap it right there. We can, I do a, can I do a quick one real quick? Yeah, yeah come on. Just real come quick, on. brainstorm. Yeah, go ahead. Just have some fun real quick. I got a real quick quick question. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so all the ladies, real fast. Women, what's the worst lie you ever told a guy to not have sex with him because you didn't enjoy the previous encounter? That's for the feed and the week. <laughs> we'll be looking at you. The cat got the fuck out of her tongue right now. <sighs> looking like the cat on the memes right now. That's I mean, that's you know, the- fellas, I'm, y'all ain't never withheld the pee. No, I want to hear hers right oh. now. What's what's the? What, I mean, this is it's the always the the famous. I'm on my cycle. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good, or you know, I got to work. I got one. a headache. I just. Mm-hmm. My, not feeling good is the now, easiest one. Now the question was I heard you. the worst lie. The worst lie. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have to meditate on that. I'm gonna put it back on you. I'll put I'll post it on the page. This was my answer. I gotta think about that one because it's Can been I, so long. All right. I was in college. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> all of in college? No, go ahead. <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna get too detailed, man. I'm not gonna get too detailed. Um, Toy said anything. <laughs> okay, I'm trying not to. All right, this was in college, man. You can't be mad at me for this. So it was just a horrible. It was a bad experience, right? Now that I look back on it, I, <laughs> so she had nipple rings, but it tasted like mm. pennies. You know what I'm saying? You know how I was like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Just nothing about the experience was right. And I remember I told her that I had a meeting in the morning because I was going to be at Kappa and I was going to. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga didn't brought a whole fraternity into the situation. I was going to. So, so Edinburgh. Hold on, hold on. This nigga, this nigga went in the room and put on red. 
put on a red like, ah. sweatshirt. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it came out when it came. Because <laughs> Edinburgh University was the closest college. <laughs> they had black fraternity. So I'm like, yeah, we got to ride to Edinburgh tomorrow and shit. But I did all this knowing eventually at some point I wasn't going to be a kappa. And I was going to see her again and have to explain why I wasn't a kappa. But I didn't really give a fuck because I was not staying for round two and I was not sleeping over there. Okay, Dev, I love you, homie. But um, I, I, know a few, <laughs> I know a few kappas. I, I know quite a few kappas. That wouldn't be me? I don't know no 6'5". Yeah, I would have been a Q. I would have been a Q. Yeah, I was going to say, you a Q. You a Q. You ain't a kappa. You ain't a All kappa. Right, I figured it out. I know what I said. Okay. <laughs> I said that um, I was really nervous (laughs) after the first experience and I just I'm not comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable doing it. So You tried to spare his face. Yeah, I'm like he's like nervous. What you mean? I'm like, yeah, I'm just like really, really nervous and I'm kind of shy. I just don't want to you know I don't know. That was that's the best one that I could mm. think of because I wasn't nervous. It was just trash. Mm. It was garbage. Like it was awful, and I didn't want to go for a round two for a second garbage. Man. Have you ever hooked up with a guy again that was garbage the first time? Oh God, yes. Does that happen? Huh? Does that happen a lot of times? You know, women a lot of times be like, you know, they they seem to feel like they're more in control of that situation. So does that happen that, that y'all will mess around with a guy again if it was trash the first time? I mean, because it depends on how you feeling at that particular moment. And if just kind of like y'all, they answered the phone. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you answered. You served a purpose for that moment. Thank you. Goodbye. See you later. It was gar- I knew it was going to be garbage, but I knew how to. Okay, next. This is the after dark. When is the after dark show? <laughs> right. We gotta have a conversation post show because I was gonna tell. We was gonna yeah. talk post show anyway. But yeah, because I got a couple of things. But yeah, film first. Yeah. Epi- I mean, record the first episode today. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, it's it's we about to be on that one real real heavy. So okay, we'll we'll say that for after dark, uh, and we'll let the people in the feed. Discuss what excuse it. you never gave for not slanging the dick? <laughs> I'm just thankful for what I can get these days. So <laughs> I, I, I've you never withheld the dick. I've never. I, I don't use no excuses. You just say, bitch, be gone. <laughs> spray. <laughs> bitch, be gone, spray. <laughs> I can't say Vacate. Wrap that I'm shit up, B. You, can, you are dismissed from the premises. Yeah. You are dismissed. <laughs> um, the Royal Uber is downstairs. Um, the Royal the Lyft Uber. is here, guys. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and wrap this one up for the day, man. We want to thank Letitia for sitting down with us once again today. Absolutely. Uh, and... Real quick again, go ahead and plug your event one more time. Yes, ladies. All my single ladies and all the single men, make sure you come and join the LTC Uncut on November 30th for our um, blindfold speed dating. It's called Dating in the Dark. You will be blindfolded. It's going to be at Captive 8 at 7 p.m. Um, you can contact Ali uh, for the information. The registration is $30. To participate, and we have a lot of amenities for you for that. So come out, come kick it with us, and then afterwards we'll have an after party. Come shoot your shot. What that mouth do? Do y'all have condoms? Ooh, I don't know if I. Ooh. Yes, safe sex is the best sex. We don't want to be responsible for any babies, but yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is come come next August. 
Mm-hmm. Come next August. Come next August. Right. Um, the LTC Uncut. <laughs> Dating in the Dark will be responsible for your new bundle of joy. Come next August. Mm-hmm. is going to be a big And come ass. with an open mind, too, because if you take the blindfold off and that person does not meet um, your <laughs> visual, right, you visual for a lot appearance, right then just be okay. I think it's just like the ultimate science experiment. Yeah, I, it No is. matter what. I mean, and I, I, no matter what it is, it's, it's just people cannot get past their physical yeah. when it comes with. And, and I get it. Everybody wants to be able to be attracted to the person that they love. Yeah. I, I get it. But if somebody stimulates your mind, like that's rare what, in a lot of ways. So what do you do? <laughs> Put your super dude got a high pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> and that nigga talk about y'all start talking about strategies for outside linebackers. You be like, this chick cool as fuck. <laughs> Hey man, just come with the open off and mind. You get tanked. I mean, should you? <laughs> Lord I'm have just mercy. Just saying, dude got a high pitched voice. Dude talking to dudes. You're like, man, that's what's up. She uh, she like football and shit. And it's a, come with an open mind, okay? Come with an open mind and just dope, dope and just man. just think about hearing that person and understanding yeah. and learning who they are Ooh, that's tricky, instead man. of and, actually looking at their physical and appearance. And let's be honest, too. Niggas done got food before. We'd all been in line right. at the drive through before and thought the motherfucker at the window was going to be cute. And, <laughs> right. and, and turned out it, she wasn't cute. And hey, see, that's the thing. Hey, we You have to say? respect the booger wolves, okay? Because <laughs> they may be that's a tight. really great person. I had a question about friend zoning, too, with that shit, but that's uh, for another, another show. Okay. <clears throat> So, yeah, make sure November 30th, 7 p.m. at Captivate. And listen, if you just want to come and kick it and you want to see what the atmosphere is like, it's, it's no charge to get in. But to participate with the event to get the amenities. Oh, really? How much? So, when it, oh, hey, I might go just to see. Yeah, so it, it's $30 to be blindfolded and go to the tables and get some of the different things and treats that we have for you. Um, but other than that, come kick it. Come see the experience. Come feel the atmosphere and see what you we see. We should go, man. Got he got a DJ. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you guys can um, see that information on the LTC Uncut Instagram page and follow us too on the Lunchtime Chronicles on Facebook. Just type that in. Yeah. Just put it like this: you could have a you could have a, a great day because we got to I guess decide what we're gonna do real quick. But we could have a very great day because next the thirtieth is Ohio State Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch Ohio State kick <clears throat> Michigan's ass. Mm-hmm. You can go home and chill for a little bit, and then you can go downtown, go to Captivate. You can meet you a nice little young lady yes. or a young man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then next August, young boom. Young sounds like a young lady. Yeah. Yes. Next August, you got you got a bun in the oven. Yeah. And in September, you're getting married. It's right. like, yes. Oh. And then we'll be responsible and let and us come all to courtesy. your wedding. Well, you and I'm DJing your, your reception. That's right. right. Yes. All it's, it's, all, it's all a package deal. Yep, yep, that's right. That's right. All courtesy of LTC Uncut. That's right. They dope, man. All right, so one more time, where can where can they find you in the show and everything? Well, you can find me on my personal page. It's M-R-S-T-I-C-I-A on Instagram. And then you can follow the Lunchtime Chronicles Uncut on LTC Uncut on the gram. And then Lunchtime Chronicles on Facebook. All right. And shout out to everybody that's in the crew, in the Cleveland Podcast crew that we've been growing right now. We all dropped the pick. On our Instagrams today, that yeah, um, yeah. that that they put together the the um, the, the TLOD podcast that they put together, uh, so it's a dope thing, and uh, so we are growing. And finally, it's good to see Cleveland coming together behind yeah. something right now and right. trying to not be so segregated. So that's what's up, Playboy. Give them all your shits. All right, man. Well, you know how I usually go, man. At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ, man. Playboy D A D J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James three. 
You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. They know you. And you can find me on all DMST boy platforms, pages, sites, whatever, man. But, uh, hey, thank you for coming through. You're and thank welcome. you for opening like, up. Def- yeah. def- definitely dope, man. I definitely didn't know that was coming. Oh, mm. hey, I'm, I'm a jack of all trades. I come <laughs> with surprises. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, real quick, too. Call all my people in the feed. Can y'all please hit them like buttons, them heart buttons, whatever button you want to hit. All of that. Just please. We appreciate y'all coming through and, and, and spending y'all time and y'all Sunday evening with DMST boys, man. So please hit them likes yeah, and hearts, man. Yeah, yeah. All of that. Dev, give them all your shits. Man, it is uh, Big Dev, man. Um, yeah, just trying to uh, spread love in a world full of hate. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. That, that call, Yeah, that was uh, a... Yeah. That, that was, was different. That was that was real. <laughs> we didn't know what was going there. That was real. You know what I'm saying? But uh, man, love y'all. If you don't love me back, it's cool. My mama do man. Real big dev two one six everywhere. Everywhere, Nick. Everywhere. Um, I'm going to ask you to do one thing that I don't always do. It's uh, if you do like us and you do listen to us a lot of times, um, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review on there because I don't know if we've gotten review on there in a while. I know, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people still listen to Apple Podcasts. Um, throughout the week, if you fucking with us on SoundCloud, just give us a shout out real quick. Just yeah. just say what's up throughout you know throughout the week on SoundCloud or Twitter. And anything, you know, any other way that you want to reach out to us, IG or whatever. Um, remember to email us DMST at DMST16 at yahoo.com. That's where you can send us questions, comments, concerns. If you have a topic for us, uh, or reach out to us on our personal pages. You know, we have a one a couple of our homies that, you know, they've been sending us topics over the last couple of weeks. So we want to thank them for mm-hmm. doing that over these last few weeks. Um, if you want to sit down with us, please Absolutely. don't be afraid. Like, like it's yeah. y'all know, y'all here mm-hmm. every week and y'all watching us. Um, so if you want to sit down with us, please don't be afraid to reach out. You know, we'll put something together and, um, uh, we'll get back with y'all and we'll have y'all up here on the show. Yeah, so, absolutely. um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, shout out to you again, Letitia. Thank you for the story. Uh, shout out to LTC lunchtime Chronicles. Catch Dope. them, I think Tuesdays and Thursdays, yes, right? Sir. And then also LTC uncut. And uh, hopefully people will be pulling up on y'all next week on um, November yes, 30th I'm doing on that Saturday night um, at um, Captivate. So, um, real, real quick, in full ahead. disclosure, <laughs> I may or may not have um, <clears throat> played uh, high school football and was a classmate. You ain't of... have to say that. You ain't have to tell nobody. <laughs> Just keep your mouth shut. In the show. <laughs> No, what I was saying was, they don't know who it was. It was a hundred of us. I'm just, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. I'm good. We good. You know, you be asking, like, how my nigga doing? You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Sorry, I asked. That's every breakup. That's every breakup question. It's like, oh, so how's so and so doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we asked you, bro. You, you, you know how you be wanting to, like, because right. at the end of the show, I probably would have been like, so how? No, I'm no, not going to do that. Not today. No, I'm not going to no. do that. Nope, nope. Nah, uh Not happening. Nope. Don't want to know nope. how he's doing. Nah, he's good. Nope. He's good. He's with the kids right now. Yes, okay. he yeah. got there with <laughs> He with the kids. He got there right. He got there right. Is he watching right yeah, now? He should be. Probably not, but he'll listen to it. He likes to listen to it instead of seeing it. Yeah. So he's like, he likes the podcast. So he'll listen mm-hmm. to the podcast, but he won't watch it. The... It's weird how people are like that. Some, yeah. people, some people, will they will not listen. Yeah. If they don't tune in, they just miss the show for yeah. the week. And some people, it's like they don't watch and they just listen all the time or whatever. I mean, you see how the numbers flow. It's, yeah. it's really, really weird. Yeah. So, we'll before you end go ahead, it, go, ahead, go. I want to pose this question real quick for the next show, if I can. Okay. 
This is to all my ladies. How many men have you friend zoned that you knew in your gut and heart was going to be a great husband and a great provider? We're going to do that to next. somebody else? I'm going to have no, to tune no, in and watch this you, show. For you. <laughs> okay. How many women knew that the guy that was your friend, friend zone, that you knew was going to be a great, that is I, a great guy, it was going to be a great husband. But we say that for next show. These women don't want to be married. No he, on his, uh, he on his, he on his uh, after dark thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I he need to be on this show. Next episode or whatever, man. Yeah, he <laughs> on his after dark thing right now. And and by the way, real quick too, if anybody wants to really be on after dark, like if you really listen to it and you yeah. fucked with it, go ahead and hit us. You know, hit us up now because these shows about to be starting. Mm. We got to talk about it real quick. But these yeah. shows got to be starting up real soon. So yep. Uh, yep. Yep. so yep. we'll get with that one. So once again, thank y'all for tuning in. We already gave y'all everything. Follow us, DMST Boys B O Y Z on everything social media. Um, and obviously, if you're watching us, then you already know to follow us on uh, Facebook. Uh, and if you're not watching us right now, and I'm asking you, why the fuck are you not watching us? Uh, right. I am a DJ brainstorm for you on all social media. And as I say every fucking week now, it may be dark today, but the sun is going to come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here, live your life to the motherfucking fullest. As, you, as long as you are here under the sun, I am DJ brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ brainstorm, the number four, the letter you. That is the all inspirational. <laughs> and check out them South Africans. <laughs> <laughs> and we out this bitch, man. Peace, y'all. Peace.